Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Pod. Uh, it was literally 28 seconds ago that I realized that every time I look here, I'm really looking over here. So it took us a little bit to figure out where I'm supposed to look on this iPad. Uh, I think I've got it figured out, but maybe not. So if I'm giving you the side eye, I do apologize. Ho hopefully, hopefully everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, we have now entered into my favorite time of the year, uh, the holiday season, which also includes NBA, uh, the bowl season for colleges as this weekend are the championship games, uh, the NHL, which I'm trying to get into, obviously the World Cup, but for what we're going to focus on for the majority of today, the winter meetings. Caleb, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. But um, yeah, the winter meetings are my favorite part of the offseason every year. Um, yeah, so we had some exciting stuff with the World Cup today. USA won, so I guess we can get that out of the way now. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I mean, Christian Pulisic's really – that was awesome. Um, everyone else could have been playing poorly or great. I don't know how to evaluate any of them. Nope. Nope. Me neither. I know that when they score, it's good. That's what I – Here's the one know. thing that's a little annoying to me. Like, okay, I understand soccer is a grand old game. I do, right? And I'm trying to slowly become a fan – uh, outside of the World Cup, St. Louis does now have a team, so I want to learn the game. What is annoying to me, and this is not everyone, but I feel like people in the soccer community aren't quick to embrace those not in the soccer community. And I feel like there's a lot of judgment. I have a lot of questions. There's a lot of things I don't know. Uh, so when I ask questions, it's not because I'm an idiot. It's because I didn't grow up playing the game. I didn't grow up watching the game, but I'd like to become a fan of the game. So don't sit back and like judge me for that, because if you were to ask baseball questions, I would gladly answer those for you. Uh, in a sophisticated way, not a, I am better than you. Uh, you're late to the party, so we don't want you. I don't like that about some, a faction, not all, a faction of the soccer community. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was on here or if it was when we were together over the um, holiday, over Thanksgiving. But I told you, I still have no fucking idea what offsides is. In no, soccer. me neither. And when, when Weya was offsides today, before he scored the goal, I was so genuinely confused on how the hell that was offsides. Because it looked like he just did his job and got past the defense to me. That's what I thought. I don't understand it. Um, I, I even tweeted out, I still don't have any fucking idea what soccer offsides mean because I don't. But, hey, Team USA, top 16 team in the world. So that's pretty cool. Hey, moves on. Hopefully, Pulisic can play. He is in the hospital. You, that, I mean, his message mm, was pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, Captain America, we need him. Uh, what are our chances against the Netherlands? They are ranked eighth in the world. Uh, I have no idea what that means. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know in order to be number one in the world, you have to beat number eight. So, I also know that now 8 a.m. Saturday, I will be drinking and watching the soccer game. So there's that. I will be too. I, I'm hoping that some bars open up early around here for that. They will. I guarantee they will be here. As you, when Caleb was down here, we went to watch the USA Wales debacle. Uh, big soccer community down here, like very big international community. A pretty cool experience. Pretty cool time. Um, I'm sure it was that way again today. We did not go. I watched it here at the, at the place. But I will be maybe making your mom go somewhere for cakes and eggs on Saturday to watch the game. Hopefully, to be uh, kicking off a great Saturday. The one thing I do want to shout out before we get into baseball because we're not a soccer podcast. Tyler <laughs> Adams is awesome. He's the captain of the U.S. team. The way he handled that press conference, did you see that? Was amazing. Yes. Yes. So the guy confronted him about um, Iran and saying Iran instead of Iran. First off, could you imagine an American reporter doing that to a foreign person and saying no. they pronounced America wrong? No, I couldn't. I don't know what that was about. And then asked him a question about um, being a black man representing America that has problems with African-Americans. And his 
responsible. It's awesome. That's why he's the captain of the U.S. So I just want to give him a shout out because I thought that was a pretty cool, a pretty cool moment for him. Um, I did promise that we would uh, spend about 22 seconds. We've gone over a little bit of that, but I would also like to shout out Matt Turner is a stud. That dude is a dude. Uh, I, I told you I heard, and I don't know if this is from if this was from one of the shows we watch or if this is a legit nick. The nickname the octopus has to stick. If it's not real, we need to make it stick because that dude is awesome. Also, I tweeted today that man is the Bryce Harper of soccer. Like just the way he his his emotion, the way he is fired up, he gets. I, I love it. Um, I'm still trying to learn the game. I can't say I'm a fan yet. I'm a USA fan. Rooting for them makes it a lot of fun. It's just like the Olympics for me. I got buddies back back in the in the loo who are massive soccer fans. Shout out to you guys. They've tried for years to get me there. I'm working on it. It's the same with hockey. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I used to be a hockey fan. I lost it. I'm getting back. Um, so I'm getting there. So there we go. Uh, Caleb, your flight. Anything you'd like before we get to baseball? Anything you'd like to say about your first flight to the 504 and then back home? Not too bad. Um, I was told that the takeoff was going to be some grand event, like it was a roller coaster. It really wasn't anything, like honestly, anything. You could feel it, like you could feel what was happening, but it wasn't like ridiculous to me. Like I felt like I was going to fall out the back. The flights themselves were fine. There were some moments where I'd see like a light uh, to my side. I was like right by the engine, and I was like, oh, no, the engine's on fire. But they, it never was on fire, so we were fine. Um Honestly, they were pretty smooth. I actually enjoyed my time in the airport by myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was really listening well, to you can stay longer time. next time if you want. We'll, we'll come later to pick you up. Um, no. No, I meant before the flight. I know. I understand. No, You'll weird. be back it's soon. You're like season vet. Like an it's like an event to fly. It is. It's like everyone's kind of nervous. There's like nervous energy all over the place, you can tell. Especially during the holidays. When you, you, know, you want to get to wherever it is you're going, that's never easy, every, especially when you deal with airlines. Um, so, yeah, so see your season vet. You'll be back here soon, um, and that's good to go. We got that out of the way. Yeah, not too bad. I didn't crack. All right, so let's, let's move on to uh, winter meetings start December 4th. 4th Today's the 29th. Well, it starts so that is in, in five days they start. December 4th through the 7th, I believe. They start on a Sunday? I think so. I think oh, that's they what do. I saw. Yeah, cool. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I guess the first thing we need to say before we get to the Cardinals, we want to kind of we're trying to focus a little bit more with the Cardinals uh, as far as narrow in on position. We'll get that in a minute. Um, there is not a, a better, more solid baseball move than the Houston Astros signing Jose Abreu. There just isn't like that is the perfect piece here. One thing I wanted to say about the Astros, right? I'm not going to get into all the crap that people want to get into. They seem to forget that the Cardinals committed an actual felony when trying to steal stuff from people. So they seem to forget that. Okay? And that they employed the guy that pulled off yeah. the cheese. So let's, let's just, let's, 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 you know, uh, yeah, the cast stones to throw whatever a glass out. Let's not do any of that. All right. Jeff Here's Albert what Albert I would say about the Astros. They don't go out and sign the top free agent. They don't go out and overpay for guys that don't fill a need and getting Jose Abreu. Like I think Guriel, I, and I'm a Guriel fan, but you put a defensive guy like Abreu who also puts up the offensive numbers like he does. Uh, in the middle of that lineup, whether he's going to hit fifth or sixth, I mean, you know, who cares where you're going to put him? And you still have Guriel if you want to use him to DH, or is he going to? Is he a? He's not a drink. Okay, so he'll be gone. He'll be gone. Wait, they don't know. They said they. Well, that's true. To that's true. That's fair. Else. But you put him. There. It's it is the it is the perfect Astros move, and I think there's one more perfect Astros move coming, and that's when they sign Justin Verlander. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to because I don't think they need to, and I think they're starting to realize that they don't need to sign Justin Verlander. Okay. Um. Cause you, I mean, are you? I mean, is there even a more deadly one-two than Javier and 
Framber Valdez right now in the league? I don't think so. Well, you're also forgetting Garcia and you're forgetting McCullers. I'm just saying in terms of a yeah, one-two, like you still have that right. that that one-two that can shut anybody down without spending the $40 million a year for Verlander. Um, I'm not sure. I know they'll probably be in contact with him, but we'll see. Um, I think one of Brantley or Gurriel will go back, and that will be their DH slash platoon, wherever they want to put him. But, yeah, great move for them. A lot of more money than I thought he was going to get. 20 a hey, year, man. Good but shout him. out to Jose Abreu. That dude, is he is, like, I, I'm I'm not a diehard Sox fan. I'm not, I'm not a Sox fan. Like, I pay attention to them because being from St. Louis, Chicago, not that far away, can't root for the Cubs. So kind of just kind of pay attention to the White Sox a little bit. Uh, model citizen, like, be loved in the city of Chicago. Be loved by his teammates and coaches. He will he will slide right into that with zero pressure. Like, literally, zero pressure. It's not like he's going to an organization where he has to be the guy. You know what I mean? He's going in, and he can just be Jose Abreu. Um, that lineup, if he hits sixth in that lineup, oh, I, I mean, hey, Scott, then they went and they signed. The, they got the reliever back. They get Abreu. They've got the nucleus still there. Um, they are the model franchise in Major League Baseball. They and the Dodgers. And, and I know, you know, the Dodgers have only won one. I get and it. Braves. And the Braves. Yeah, I, I was going to get to them. But I think those are the models to fo- to, to follow. Um, the Cardinals also. I mean, you have to throw them in there. You really do. When you look at their success over the last 25 years, you just have to. Like, they might not be developing the Bryce Harpers, Mike Trouts of the world. We did. We had Albert Pujols. Like, you know, we forget. Like, you know, organizations don't just come by superstars naturally unless you're the um, nationals and well and the other thing is like well the nationals had what i mean yeah <laughs> they did you know but that was also because they, they were terrible go. so it's the well, same thing with the go too so yeah right i mean you know but and they got turner like they didn't draft turner so no but they traded for him when he was young right but, um but you look at the dodgers you look at the astros you look at the braves and i think you have to include the cardinals in there simply because of what they've done, like I said, the last 25 years, but also the last 10 years, the last 50. I mean, you you fill in the window that you want. I think they have to be included in that conversation uh, when we're talking about that. Yeah, for sure. I think the difference is the the pitching development currently, the Cardinals are way behind um, of developing the pitchers. And I think the developing of the elite tier hitters is way behind. And like, I mean, let's give them some credit. There's some still some guys that we don't know what they are yet. Dylan Carlson, what's Tyler O'Neill going to end up being? What's Jordan Walker going to be? Mason Wayne, like they've had a new way. Nolan guys Gorman, Gorman, Herrera, Lars Newbar, even like a guy like that. Right. So we don't know what those guys are going to become. Um, and then I have one more. Oh, one more thought on Jose Abreu. One great for him. He may be the least talked about MVP ever. No one even remembers he won the MVP. Right. Um, and two, what I don't know what the White Sox are doing. I think they should just tear it down. A really short, really really short window for them. I think we all thought that was going to yes. be a new wave. And it seems to have been maybe only two years with them not even winning a playoff series. Isn't that where it seems like it's going for them? It it sure does. And like, how I, sad I guess, is that? Yeah, I I don't know what I mean. I don't know what they're doing up like, there. I guess you just tear down and build around Luis Robert and hope you can find some more guys through your system. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, dude. Since Abreu arrived on the scene at the major leagues at the age of 27, Cuba, right? Abreu's Cuban. Cuba, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Cuba, um, with the White Sox, all he has done. It's put up OPS pluses of 173, 135, 124, 141, 117, 118, 165, 124, and 133. Uh, and he's only once in his career been under an 800 OPS, and that was 798. Did he win rookie of the year? I hate to read off stats to people because that's what I was doing. But that's, I mean, that is the model. That, that's literally the model of consistency that you're now putting into a lineup that is exactly where he, I mean, it's almost like he's made to be a Houston Astro. Like, 
You know, I mean, you're talking about you're you're putting in a a three time All Star, three time Silver Slugger, Rookie of the Year MVP player in your lineup. Right. That's who you're putting in. And yeah, he's had a downtick in power. That's fair. But with those Crawford boxes, I would not be surprised if that downtick goes straight back up. Nope. Nope. So yeah, uh-huh. great move for them. They just make great moves all the time. Every move, yeah. they're one of those organizations that every move they make makes sense. There's not one where it's like Chris Bryant to the Rockies where you're like, why the hell did they right. do that? It makes no sense. Or even with yeah. the Mets, when I'm sure they're going to make a move where you're like, that doesn't – like you're just buying guys at this point just to buy guys. They've done that. Or the White Sox trading Tatis for James Shields. <laughs> that was stupid, yes. <laughs> or the Cardinals. Or trade – but they did get Moncada and Jimenez for Quintana. Um, no, huh? They got Cease and Jimenez for Quintana. Sorry, my apologies. That's what and I And they got Montada for Chris Sale. So they've done well with yeah, Grace. They have done well. Yeah, they have done well, except for the Tatis one. But, yeah. Um, all right. So, let, okay, one thing that we, Caleb and I talked about when he was here, and as we kind of want to take the, the pod into a – I mean, obviously, it's off season. You've got a lot of things, a lot of sports going on right now. But for us, baseball's 365. So, um, with the Cardinals, it's always easy for us to come on. And while nothing has happened yet really for the Cardinals. I mean, a few insignificant 40 man roster moves here and there, but for the most part, when nothing has happened, we're, we're trying to dig in. It's so easy to say, Oh, well, we should do this. And Hey, we want Trey Turner and Correa and we want to go trade for this. So we're trying to, to pinpoint it down to catch. Let's start with catcher, right? Go by position. We know the first and third are, are we know those are done, right? Um, we can get to pitchers. We'll get to pitchers later. If there's a thing that we think that maybe we should do, but I think the number one need, coming into the season and Mose Lagmo has, has hinted on it. Well, has, has said it. He didn't hint. He said it. I mean, catcher is probably the biggest need for this team heading into the 2023 season. So we might as well start there. Um, and you, you, I mean, what, what do you see this team doing? And when we talked about, we talked about on the last pod, but those are just us like throwing out names, like legitimately, what do you see and what do you, what do you want them to do? Cause those are two different things. Yeah. So if, if, if you guys have followed this team long enough, Mosellock targets – he has very specific targets every offseason, and he will go fill that need. Uh, right field, Dexter Fowler, whether or not you agree with it, they want a left-handed bullpen arm. They got Cecil and Miller. They go after that guy, and they'll get that done first before they go explore other things. So so just because number one on the priority list is a catcher doesn't mean they won't look at doing other things. I think Correct. they will. But first Correct. and foremost, I think catcher will be the first thing they do. I do. Um I think there's a lot of ways it could go. I um, more the more and more I think about it, the more I think a guy like Wilson Contreras will not happen. Just because, and for me, it's not as much the money as it is. They hate giving up draft picks. They hate it. They don't right. do it. I don't remember the last time they have done it. So, but that the draft picks and the money they have to give up seems like a combination for a cardinal nightmare of what they would want to do. So, to me, the guys that I kind of want to focus on, I'm gonna throw out three names to you. Of the let's go top tier. These are the top tier of the hey, we get these guys, we feel good about the catching position for the next three, four years. Um, right. and there's two guys because Jansen and Contreras, I'll say for the second level. Um, Alejandro Kirk and Sean Murphy. Those are the two guys I'm throwing out where you get them, they're elite, elite catchers in this league. Um, and you feel great about your catching position for 2022 and at least three years. So, if it were right. up to you, knowing prospect capital, what it would take for you to give up. Um, for example, Oakland's going to want um, really young guys that aren't close to arbitration and prospects. Um, and Oakland's pro- I mean, Houston, uh, Toronto is probably going to want guys that are going to immediately impact their team next year. So knowing all of that, which direction would you rather go okay. with those two? Um, 
Let me, let me, I'm going to lead into my answer. Had a really, not, it wasn't a long in-depth conversation, but shout out to at BK, the Blue Jays fan today on Twitter. Um, and he brought up a, what I thought was a great point. Um, I have said all along, I love Alejandro Kirk, but there are concerns there as far for me, for catcher, right? There just are. And, and his point that he brought up when, in our discussion, which was very spot on, is he thinks it's going to be very difficult for the Cardinals and Blue Jays to make a trade because it is tough for two contending teams sometimes to make a deal, right? Because the Blue Jays, if they're going to give up, and, and my number one, what, my, what started, precipitated the, the discussion was, I, I, my number one question is, why, like, if Kirk, all I hear is how he's an excellent defender, he's 24 with elite upside offensively. Okay, well, if I'm the Blue Jays, they know that. It's not like just we here in St. Louis know that. So if they're going to deal Christian Kirk, they're going to want equal value back for him. Alejandro right. Kirk. Oh, oh my God! What did I say? Christian Kirk. He plays for the Jaguars. <laughs> well, he hey, shout out to that guy. He got paid. But he either way, yes, Alejandro Kirk. If you're if you're gonna if you're going to deal him, so my question all along has been: to me, it doesn't make sense because of what you're going to have to give up. So that's a long way to get to the answer of I believe it's Sean Murphy, simply because I think you're going to have to give up less less top end capital to get him potentially. But also, I do I I, I do think that, that point, and I'd never looked at it like this. It is hard, you know, when, when I mean, if, yeah, they have three catchers. If they're going to deal a 24-year-old cost, which was my question, cost-controlled slugger, who also is known for framing. Like, let's, let's, not, let's not call this guy Yachty. He doesn't throw guys out. He doesn't – we don't know we, – we've yet to see the, the repercussions of him calling games. He only catches 60 to 70 games a year. Um, Sean Murphy's the guy for me. If we're going to make a trade, it, that's you – know, because Kirk, I've said it before, he's never caught over 80 games a year. Doesn't mean he can't. By any means, he hasn't. Um, he, to me, his body type and everything else screams DH halftime to me. So you if, you're, if, you're, on... if you're fine with Kisner catching 80 games a year, then maybe Kirk's a guy. But I think the price for Kirk is way higher than Murphy. Um, I really, truly do, because you're dealing with the Blue Jays, who are on the cusp of being elite in the National League East right now. Or American League East, sorry. Okay, let's stay on Kirk for a second before we go to Murphy. Um, I think the price is very similar. Um if I'm being honest, I think if I'm being uh, the way I would think it would go would be Kirk would cost you Newfar and Murphy would cost you Gorman. That's kind of where I've broken it down in my head to the centerpieces of the trade. That's the differences I think they would be. Um, for me, Kirk, um, the reason I do think he could be the one that's moved. Now I get the upside. I get the age. I get all of that. The reason I think he could be the one. It's because if the Blue Jays really want something that's more that they say, hey, we really want to target this type of player, left-handed hitting outfielder. Um, Kirk might be the guy you have to give up to get that, and they might be perfectly okay with Jansen and Moreno being their catchers and say, well, we don't want to give up Kirk necessarily, but that's what it's going to cost for us to get what we really want back and to put in the outfield. So <clears throat> you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I guess here's what I'm looking at, and I'm not in the mindset of the Blue Jays, so I'd love to have this discussion. We're Blue Jays fans, so if you're out there, we would love to hear from you. Um, here's my thing. You just traded Teoscar to Seattle, all right? That opens up the ability to move George Springer to right field, which they've wanted to do now for maybe since they got him, okay? Well, but what it also does is it opens up at-bats at DH, which tells me if I'm the Blue Jays, I'm dealing Danny Jansen. I'm not dealing Christian Kirk because he's 24. And to oh, me, getting Lars Newbar, why not go sign? Like, you just freed up money getting rid of Teoscar because you weren't going to resign. So go sign Brandon Nimmo. Like, if that's the guy you want, if you want a left-handed hitting center fielder, 
That's that's a proven asset. Okay, Lars Newport's not a proven asset. Here's my question to you, Dad. What are you getting back for Danny Jansen? Because if I'm the Cardinals, sorry, not trading them anything about you. Nothing. No, I don't. I, I'm not. I, this is this goes back to where I'm at now that I don't believe that the Blue Jays and, and Cardinals, even though there's a fit there, I don't believe it's as good of a match as people think. That that's what I that's what I'm going to say. Because if they really want Lars Newbar, which some reports say they do, I don't know. No way in hell am I even considering trading him for anyone but Alejandro Kirk. And even then, I don't even know if I do it. I don't. I don't I, know. I also don't know, and, and, and I know you think it takes Gorman to get Murphy. I don't know if it takes that much. I really don't. I think it, it might does, take, I But we don't know that. Like, you, that's your guess, and my guess is maybe it does. It might take Burleson and two young arms. I don't know. I don't know that Well, answer. if that's like, the case, why isn't that done already? Well, but I, because we don't – I, mean, I have no saying, idea. I'm going to say that they're going to ask for Gorman. They're going to ask for those guys, and then maybe once that price is met, it goes down, and that's why it takes a long time. Um, for me, I love Alejandro Kirk, and if they get him, I will be ecstatic. He would be great for this team. He really Agreed. would. But I'm going to say that as the least likely scenario. Agreed. Um, so I'm just going to put him off to the side for a little bit. If if that be, if there's some traction that comes to around it and there are some rumors that they're in talks about him, we'll go back to him. But for now, as much as I would love to have Alejandro Kirk batting fifth, protecting Nolan and Goldie and catching, I don't think that's going to happen. I really, I just, I, I have find a hard time. I have a hard time seeing that fit actually manifesting to where both sides are comfortable with the return they are getting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like I said, I, to me, if there's a trade made and I'm with you, by the way, first of all, let me, let me just say a couple of things. Love Alejandro Kirk would love to have him as a Cardinal. That's not, I'm just saying, I don't know that I necessarily see that happening. Do, do not really want Danny Jansen. I, that's a fear. 27 years old with an injury history. Yes. He hits in limited at bats. I understand that. And maybe that's if that's what you want. Okay, but I'm with you. Let's not give up the farm for Danny Jansen. Um, Sean Murphy to me checks every box. He can hit fifth or sixth wherever you want it. Six would be great, right? He can hit there, um, left-handed bat, and very, very solid defensively. Like I mean, it's not even close. one of the best in baseball. Yes, agreed. So to me, if I'm going to give up one of my top guys, right? And I, I've been very vocal. I want Nolan Gorman here hitting in our lineup as a BH from the left side next year. I, I've been, I'm going to stay on that. I just don't know that, that the price for Sean Murphy is just look at what the Padres gave up to get Manaya. They gave up nothing. Now I know that Montas, the, the Yankees gave up. They still didn't give up their top three prospects. They just didn't. So uh, I don't know that the price for, to get, and we have a background, we have a history trading with, uh, with Oakland. Yes. We have a t- history trading with Toronto, the Gritchick trade and all that. I understand that you go back to the Kobe Rasmus trade. I understand all of that as well. I, I just feel like if, if knowing how the Cardinals value defense and they value a guy who can take, like take behind the plate, that's not the way you would phrase that. I don't believe, but you know what I'm saying? Go to bat behind the plate every day. I just feel like the guy is to me, if you're making a deal with Sean Murphy, that I, but, I but I'll also concern? say this, I think they're signing Wilson Contreras. Okay, let's get to that in a second. Can I tell you my concern about Sean Murphy? One, I think if the Cardinals had to pick any catcher in baseball, not just any catcher available, any catcher in baseball, Sean Murphy might be the guy they pick to be their catcher for the next 10 years. He might be – he is the prototypical Cardinal catcher. He's great defensively. He has a good – well above average bat, and he goes about everything the right way. He handles pitching staffs well from everything I've heard. Um, My concern with trading, honestly, for anyone at this point, what do most teams want? They want arms. They want young, controllable arms yeah. that they can develop. What do the Cardinals need right now to develop arms? So am I training Gordon Graceffo? Am I training – when I can go get a guy on the free agent market that may be of equal value, like Gordon Graceffo, 
15 hints. Am I trading those guys that I'm going to need and I know I'm going to need as I have one starting pitcher locked up going into 2024? I don't think I am. And I would yeah. love Sean Murphy. And on the surface, if you say trade Graceffo and trade Alec Burleson and a couple other guys, yeah, that's a that's a fair trade. That's what Oakland should want for him. But for me, I I don't know if you can do it. I don't, they have not built up a deep enough farm system pitching wise. They have a great offensive oh, farm system. It's for once you to again, be able to deal from that. It's once again why the the bow tie gentleman gets paid the money that we don't because you know when you're dealing fantasy baseball trades, it's a lot different. When you're looking at the future of an organization, that changes things. And, you know, that that's – I mean, I understand the draft pick with Contreras. It just seems like – I. but, again, here's there, there are so many things when fans start talking about trades that we don't know. I don't know what Oakland wants. I don't know what Toronto wants. I don't, know if, you know, right? I don't know if there's somebody else out there that we're not talking about today that they have interest in that we don't know is available. Like, I, I just don't know. You know, you, you brought, is Travis Darno available? Is James McCann available? I, those are just oh, names I out not. there. I, I understand that. Got I'm just that. saying, I'm just saying we don't know who is, nor do we know what they want. And if, if I'll go, I'll go back to this. I'm making a trade. And, and I've said this all along about Toronto as well. And we saw with the Tay Oscar trade, they need arms. You know, they need arms. If you want to talk about a team that needs arms, it's the Toronto Blue Jays. So the, this whole Newt bar for Kirk has never made any sense to me. It just doesn't. Really for I don't either know. team, if you want to be honest. No. I don't know if it makes sense for either team. Can I say something that might you just pique my interest a little bit? Would a package centered around Jordan Hicks and maybe a prospect for Danny Jensen make sense to you? I love Jordan Hicks. But let's be honest, he hasn't been – yeah, like we've been waiting for five years for this guy to maybe. become what he can. Maybe, like, like that's a deal I can get behind. I don't maybe. love trading Jordan Hicks. Yeah, but I mean, that's something where you fill the need and you dealt from a guy that's kind of still a question mark at this point. Now. Yeah, I, yeah. Here's what I'm going to go back to, and I know we're going to talk about it in a minute. I just well, let, let's get on. Let's get on to what you wanted the free agents. Let's get on to the free agents that are available. So we, we, so got we to- both agree, Sean Murphy is the guy. If you're going to go trade for someone. Yes. That's the guy you're probably most likely to get. Um, I think Alejandro Kirk would be a great fit, but I don't think dealing from your outfield, which has enough – if I'm going into this year right now, the outfielder I almost feel best about is Lars Newfar. So I don't get why anyone's clamoring to trade him. Like, I feel better yeah. about him than DC and than Tyler. And Jordan Walker could be fantastic, but we just don't know yet. Right. Um, also, so to be fair, hold on. Let's be fair. We've heard one person say that they, they're interested in Cardinals outfielders. That's it. It's not like I've we're heard hearing... a couple. I've heard a couple. Okay. I've heard one. It's, that, it's been circling around source. Toronto Twitter for like four or five yeah. months at this point. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to try to catch it. They will eventually try to catch it. I understand they, that. Yeah. So, so that's where, and it's an obvious fit when you see that. I think they're going to go get a Bellinger, Nemo, maybe even both. I think that's what they're yeah. probably going to do. I could see that. Um, okay. So moving on to the free agents, let's go top tier free agents because we can talk about the, the ones where if Mo does what he normally likes to do which is picked at the bottom of the barrel right. that we can get to those guys. No offense to those guys. We'll talk about you in a second. I was going to say but, shot at them. They're never going no, to I, was, I have a ton of respect for catchers, but they they know they're not Wilson Contreras. So let's talk about Wilson Contreras first. Um, I don't even know if I have to read you the Wilson Contreras' stats or we anyone. Uh, he's the top three hitting catcher in baseball. He's, by the way, can I say this now? Because this is driving me absolutely insane. How many, Car- how many Cardinal Cubs games have you watched with Wilson Contreras behind the plate in your time? A lot. How many times have you said, man, Wilson Contreras cannot play defense? Never. So can we stop with this bullshit narrative that Wilson Contreras cannot play defense? He's not Yadier Molina. Nobody it's, ever it's has an, been. 
It's another dude. It. It's another lazy Twitter take by you know people who don't understand is? the game. They I look think... at, they go to the fielding bible, or they go to one of those, the what is it, the savant page, and they look at one stat, and that's all they do. Or they look at the one year, look at a career. Wilson Contreras is not going to hurt you defensively. He's just not. No. He's an up, massive upgrade. He's your number five hitter immediately. Um, like that now, or the, two the, hitters the, for that take. The, right. Also, the key question that you brought up is the draft pick. But to me. Like if, if if the price is as high as you feel like it is for Murphy and for Kirk, then to me, it honestly boils down to two guys. And I know you're going to get to one of those guys next, but it's Wilson Contreras or it's Christian Vasquez. And and again, it goes also goes back to, and I'm talking about oh, Danny free, Jansen. He's a realistic possibility. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it goes back to, again, what I have said before on here and many times, I, I, I know the people will argue with this, but I do think it boils down to how, where the Cardinals really perceive Herrera, I really do think that if they perceive him still as the future behind the plate, which I don't know that they do, but they haven't come out and said they don't. But I don't coming out and saying do. that they have a need for catcher tells you that right now they don't see him as that. Okay, so let's look at that. Um, so I think that I think there's a lot of questions there, but but if it is, then maybe Christian Vasquez is your guy. He's still an upgrade offensively. He's an up. I mean, he's very good defensively. He's got two rings. I mean, I, it's not a terrible move when you look at it. When, when, you know, when the expectations are Wilson Contreras, Sean Murphy, Alejandro Kirk, it sounds very low, but it's not, it's not a low move. It just isn't. It, the team is better with Christian Vasquez behind the plate than they were in 2022. They just are. Yeah, Christian Vasquez isn't really on the lower, the low tier that I was really talking about. He's the middle tier. So I did say there is a middle tier and there's a high tier. Okay. Christian my apologies. I stepped all over tier. that. No, that's okay. He's in the, he's not in the low tier. The low tier would be an Omar Narvaez, Tucker Barnhart type move. And Omar Narvaez could end up, we can talk about him a little bit. It could be a good option, but we'll move past that. For me, Vasquez, his, the only the one thing that really, really worries me about him, he's great defensively. That's true. Um, he's not great enough to play over Monty Maldonado in the playoffs. We know that as well. Because Houston was not starting Christian Vasquez in the World Series. Right. So, yes, he has a ring, but he was not the starting catcher that won the ring. He did catch the no-hitter, so you can give him that if you want. Um Wilson Contreras to me is my number one option, but Christian Vasquez, he his stats away from Minute Maid and Fenway, his two home ballparks, are atrocious. Yeah. Two of the most hitter-friendly ballparks to right-handed hitters really boosted his stats in his career. Away from those places, he is a bad hitter. Not good. Not even average. Like 650 OPS type hitter. That's not an upgrade. No, I'm on board. I, I'm just saying, again, it goes back to very simple for me. If you're looking to bridge a gap to get Herrera ready, all right, if that's if that is what the Cardinals are wanting to do, then it's a Christian basket. Okay, well, okay, then it's not then, then what you need to do is, and there's really four options, if we're gonna be fair. If you're looking, if, if that's what you're saying, and that's where you believe, and I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm saying I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Um, it's Murphy, it's Contreras. It's Kirk and it's Jansen. Those are your four options. And I know you were going to bring up Nervais. We don't need to. We don't need to bring up Tucker Barnhart. If, if that's the guys you signed, you might as well hand the gig to Andrew Kisner as far as I'm concerned. Like, let's be honest. Like, that's what you should do. Bring Herrera up, split time between the two of them. If they both freaking suck, make a trade at the deadline for a catcher. Like, yeah. don't go, don't give money to Tucker Barnhart and Omar Nervais. And that's not a shot at those guys. I'm simply saying... You have if it, you're going to spend money to upgrade the catcher position, then let's spend some fucking money to upgrade the catcher position. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I agree. Um, I will say both of those guys have had really good careers, but really, 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 really bad lately. So I just just stay away from them. Stop doing that. You have a yes. need, go address it. 
for me, the as adamant as Moe Zalek has been about upgrading a catcher, I don't I think he really wants to upgrade the catcher. It's a it's an opportunity Same. he kind of talked about was this is an opportunity he hasn't had since he's been in the Cardinals. <laughs> Mozeliak has not been able to go get a catcher that's since not I, named Matt since Weeders. I was born. Right. It's not Matt Weeders. It's not, you know, Tony Cruz backup catchers. He hasn't been able right. to go cherry pick his guy and say, that's my catcher. Everybody Gerald Laird? Gerald Laird, yeah, too. World Series champion. Oh, by the way, all those guys were great signings. They really were. Yeah, but they was a good trade to bring right, over. 30 like, games a year. But they were guys to fill a void. They weren't guys to start to be an impact on offense and defense and potentially to have for the next three to five years. No, they so, were professional if, guys that could go in there and do the job if Yachty got hurt. That's what they were. I also believe you can get Contreras to the three-year deal. And if you can do that, to me, that just makes a lot That's, of sense. I kind of wanted to get to that, too. Oh, I think sorry, if Contreras' on market – you're fine. I, I think if Contreras is – I think let's focus on him a little bit because I think he is the most intriguing option that makes the most sense because let's be honest here. Would you rather have a team – and I'm asking this to you, so not just the people out there – of Lars Nupar, uh, Gorman, all still there, Wilson Contreras, and all your prospects, or would you rather have no Wilson Contreras but you have Kirk or Murphy and you don't have a Nupar or a Gorman and you don't have some prospects, which is better for your organization right. in the long run. Yeah. Isn't the answer like crystal clear to everybody but me? I mean, to everyone else? Not everybody but me. Me, but not everybody else. <laughs> is it, is it, isn't it? It seems pretty yeah. clear. That, that's why I that say, and I'll go option. back to it. I'll go back to it. This recent draft in 2022, a lot of pitchers taken. I could see the Cardinals eating a draft pick in this one. I, I know it's not been their MO. Ah, see what I did there? Oh, but, it hasn't been their MO. But, but I could see that happening and, you know, I don't think we need to dissect all of them. We've all watched Wilson Contreras. We've, we have a lot of people have not seen Sean Murphy because, as we said all last year, watch West Coast baseball. A lot of people don't. Probably not a lot of people have seen Kirk. They look – people love to look at the back of a baseball card. And, you know, not really literally maybe anymore, but you know what I mean. And what they don't see when you see Alejandro Kirk is – and I love him. Again, would love to have him here. But if you look at his last two years, his second half splits are really bad. We're talking 600 OPSs. Uh, there's a reason for that. I don't know it. I don't know if it's league adjustment. I don't know if it, it does have something to do with his frame. I, I, I don't know. I, like, I, but the, again, it's only two years. You could say very small sample size. But it has been an immediate drop-off after the All-Star break in both seasons. Massive. Okay. This year, 640, 650 OPS, I think, after the All-Star break. Uh, had an incredible first half. Was an All-Star. You know, but second half... Not to be found in the offense. Remind me after this. I wanna I wanna um talk about Lars Dupar in a little bit because I think he kind of intertwines with all the catchers conversations going on. Because that guy's name, if you go on Twitter, it's either don't trade Lars Nupar or oh, we don't need to keep Lars Nupar. So I want right. to talk about him for a second because I think he kind of deserves it. Sorry, I keep getting my sleeves messed up. I don't think people understand how big of an offensive upgrade Wilson Contreras would be for the Cardinals. I agree. I'm talking – you're going from the worst catch, hitting catchers in baseball. That's not an exaggeration. They were no, the they worst. they were. To one of the best with an 815 OPS. 815 OPS is what he did last year. That is a 300 – almost 300 OPS increase from Kisner and Molina. <laughs> yep. Do you know and you're also getting a guy who we have players. seen in the past – we've seen in the past massive leader in the clubhouse. Beloved by his teammates. We've seen a guy who win – and, and it, I'm, I'm not I'm – not, I, I hate this phrase, so I don't mean it literally. But when motivated, right, because it sounds like, oh, he has to be motivated to play. I don't mean that. But when in a pennant race, ups his game. Ups his game every time. So I did I, – I hate the win motivated. I'm not questioning Wilson Contreras' motivation. By the way, dude only has one L in his name. Or has two L's in his name. I kept putting two. one. Yeah, two. could not find it. That's probably why. Um, 
just learned that like a month ago. But either way, when 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 also a guy who's handled pitching, I mean, handled incredible pitching staffs, he's won. Uh, and evidently wants kind of wants to come to St. Louis if we're going to be honest. Like, oh, he definitely does. There's been a lot of fire with him. He's posting it on his Instagram of of edits and him in Cardinal uniforms. Yeah, he's done that himself. Um, he wants to be here. To me, he's kind of the Carlos Correa minus the cheating of the catchers. <laughs> he has he has something the Cardinals don't have other than Nolan Arenado when he's provoked, which is kind of a fuck you, like yeah. fuck you to his game where he'll get in your face. You're the opposition. You know, you're the opposition. This is my team. I don't care if you like me. Now, don't forget the stuff he did with Yachty. They did not like each other for a few no. years. I saw some people bring that up on Twitter. I Yachty know. got over it, and they're friends. So I would suggest that you get over it. Yes, please. If he came here, you wouldn't care. Just like if yeah. Cross Correa came here, you would not give a single shit that he cheated six years ago. Okay? Oh, no. There's somebody out there who would. There, no doubt about it. No. If he helped win a World Series in St. Louis, he would be and beloved, just like Mark McGuire was beloved. And he was cheating just as well. They would stop yeah. watching baseball. They stopped buying Nikes. They stopped watching the NBA. Well, they wanted, we they'd say guys. they were, but then they'd be wearing Nikes right. Right. underneath right. while they're tweeting. Um, like people so are I think complaining about Apple. Okay, if we're going to summarize, if we're going to summarize, um, and we get to a prediction time, which I think we should, we don't have to keep dragging this into the dirt. Not that we are, but you know what I mean. It, I will say it right now. I believe before Christmas, Wilson Contreras is a Cardinal. Um, if that, that's what I'm going to say. I, if we're going to a trade target and they say they don't want to give that draft pick up or the price becomes exorbitant, okay. Um, then it goes back to what I said before. To me, it's Sean Murphy's number one, and then you can go from there. But I still truly believe that Wilson Contreras is going to be a Cardinal. And, and you know, I know, like you said, please pay attention to, like, actually watching them play and looking at a whole body of work, not just one year when the Cubs were lousy defensively, by the way. Um, but – you know, or, or or he's injured. Okay, stop. He's a catcher. Like we've just seen what like we've witnessed. Yeah, had to get a testicle removed. Boom. Like that's what I'm saying. And again, not a shot at Yachty. Like no, the Yachty's the best ever. I'm not going to shot at him. Yeah, like, no, get, it's a, it takes, look at Kisner, dude. He gets banged up every game he plays. Right. It's just a so position you play. That that's my prediction. So if you'd like to make your prediction, then go. Give me give me money in years. Oh, for Contreras, three and fifty five. That's around where I think I think he's going to end up. Here's where I think they'll be out of Contreras. If he starts getting to the five year range, um, they're out. I don't I don't see them yeah. giving up a draft pick and committing to him for five years. So if the Astros say, "Hey, we're willing to do that," then that's something that I would say, "Okay, the Cardinals might not do that." I think if they get him, it would be right around the three. I think they're going to have to go up to three sixty. It's going to okay. be twenty a year even. I'd be, I'd be okay be with that. Almost. It's going to. That's exactly what Jose Abreu got. I think they're similar impact players in terms of what they can do for you. Um, so that's my prediction, and I do think they'll get him. Um, and I think if they do that, it opens them up to a lot of other odd possibilities because they have a lot of a lot of players that are, are not going to be able to be in your lineup every day or nearly every day. We talk about Alec Burleson. We don't know what he is yet. He could end up being the starting right fielder. Maybe he's great. We don't know. But they have guys like him, like Yepes. Like, what do they do with these guys? That you open up guys like that. Not that I want either of those two to be traded. I'm not saying that, but to be traded for something else. I mean, uh, an ace. If Tyler Glass now's name starts getting thrown floated about, then you it leaves yourself resources to go do something Agreed. else. So I working agree. in Paris is the guy that um, I just think makes the most sense. I'm I'm sorry. I just don't see the value in trading a Newpar and a Gorman. And, and let's be honest, left-handed hitters are at a premium right now because the shift is going away. 
Right. Why would you trade your two most powerful left-handed yeah. bats in your entire system, by the way, for a catcher? I don't understand. I I'd rather go get a Christian Vasquez and do that, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Um, so we solved catcher. So next week we move on to something else. Oh, also um, one more prediction. Sorry. Oh my I goodness. Think, you always I have think, one more thing. No, this is no, I think we will happen by next Friday. Okay. Okay. By the end of the winter meetings, I think it'll be a Cardinal. That's what I, that's my, that's my prediction. That's my prediction. Well, and also, let's also Christmas. not forget. Huh? <laughs> you said Christmas. Did I say Christmas? Yeah. Which is the 20, that's almost a month away. Well, by whatever. Christmas, we'll by Christmas we'll have him. I'll stick by that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I yeah, also, probably, I also don't happen. don't discount the value of another Latin presence, another Latin leader in that clubhouse. Like, just don't. When, when you've got the the young Juan Yepes, you've got um, guys in, in your system coming up. The manager. Yeah, you've got Ali Marmol. You've got um, guys like that in your system. I just I just don't think you can discount that. I think the international market needs to be bigger for the Cardinals. I think that's something they really need to maybe expand on. Uh, they've had some success in the past. They just haven't dug into it as deeply as other teams. Now, again, maybe that means nothing, right? That That's coming no, from, it does. No, it from an old something. white. People, so. And no, it means something. Latin presences in clubhouses are talked about all over the place. That's why it seems like Jose it. Abreu being in the Houston clubhouse is probably yes. awesome for them. Um, to go with Altuve. Like, yeah, Altuve, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of, I mean, that's, that's big. And I do think Ali Marmol being a Latin manager, I said this when they hired him last year, that I felt like that could be more intriguing for Latin players to come play here because they want to play for guys like that guys right. that know them, that know where they've been from and know, and just know their history. Um, that is important. It's important. I mean, look at Juan Yepes and Ronald Cunha Jr. The guys you wouldn't expect if you looked on the surface to be friends, but they're both from Venezuela. So they're playing on the same and, team right now. And, and again, maybe we over again, and you just kind of said we don't, but maybe we do. But you also look at the development of a, of a Herrera and how important That's, maybe yes. a Contreras there would be. So, you know, he's talked about the importance of Yachty. Um, I, 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 I would not discount the importance of Wilson Contreras to help the development of a Von Herrera. Like if we're going to be honest. And let's be honest, Yachty will probably be at spring training. He probably yeah. will. Um, well, no, he it. won't because he's coaching the Puerto Rico. He is, by the way, he's got suspended for two games, but um, he's been ejected four times already. Oh, I love it. <laughs> he's been ejected four times um, already and got Okay, suspended. we got a few more things before we get out of here, but I think this is good. I think we've solved the catching problem for the Cardinals, which was the goal of today. Um, just a couple other things around the league. Miggy says next year's it. Uh, give him the greatest farewell tour that anybody's ever received. He deserves it. Uh I, I I'm a massive Miggy will fan. He hit, will Second he hit greatest right-handed hitter I've ever seen. Will he hit 190 home runs to get to 700? I don't think that he'll do that. I don't think he'll do that. Uh, but you know what? Maybe he does. It's Miggy. How I crazy is it that Albert has 190 more home runs than one of the greatest yeah. hitters of all time? Miggy's one of the greatest of all time. Just flat. If you were not able, if you're too young or whatever, and you didn't want, get to actually see Miggy in 2013 through 2015, that stretch of baseball. Yeah, I have never seen anything like that in my life. Well, you can he even was, go before you can go back to the his Marlin days. I'm talking about his he triple crown, nineteen back bombs back in the MVP. World Series. He beat out Mike Trout for an MVP, where Mike Trout had one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen as a rookie, and right. he beat him out like unanimously. Like he was unreal, and that guy, he's just the best dude. Maybe he's a great personality. Everybody loves him, from what I've heard. So yeah, it's sad to see um, him go, though, couple, man. Couple, couple other things. Uh, yeah, anyway, he deserves. Like I said, my top three right-handed hitters I've seen of all time, Pujols, Miggy, Frank Thomas. That's my three that I've watched personally that I've watched. Now, Mike Trout is probably going to pass 
maybe all of those guys when it's all said and done. Right now he sits fourth. He has not accumulated. He's not accumulated the Frank Thomas stats, but it's hard to argue if you wanted to put him up there. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just saying guys whose careers are finished, right? Like, and Miggy's yeah. got one more year. So that's why I discount Mike Miggy Trout right now. Miggy kind of had a sneaky good year last year that people forget about. So He really did, and also Don't just Miggy. a great dude. Like, talk about a leader in the clubhouse. Like, everyone loves Miggy. So, um, you believe yeah, Mike Trout? Mike Trout only played 120 games last year and still hit 40 home runs. Need to go see. I got to see him play against the White Sox when he was with the Tigers, like early on. I'd like to go see him play next year at some point in time. So um, go see that again. That'd be really cool. Uh, okay. A couple things here. Um, one thing we didn't talk about, we, we got, we let's quickly, because let's get out of here. Um, we have trivia tonight. So we finished third last week. You were home. We finished third. We also got to go to our first NBA game. Pelicans beat the Warriors. You just gloss over why we got third place. <laughs> okay. You answered one fucking question the entire night. One. You answered, one. you answered one. You answered one. Was that question worth more than all the other questions? Yes, yeah, no. but you didn't answer all of it. I answered two. I answered half two of it. it. No, you're lying. I answered two. I answered half it was of a it. Four parter. I, answered, I answered and I I answered two parts of it. I answered the Panthers one. You're gonna lie about that. And yeah, I, answered, I answered, answered the Panthers one first. That's you were bullshit. questioning me. No, that's the other way around. You had too many PBRs. But then I got wings <laughs> right, which was the most important part of the question because nobody else knew it. You okay, said either way, we finished third last week. It was uh, quite the comeback. We were in ninth one in the final question. Caleb gets one question right the entire night. Thinks he's fucking Einstein. So here we go. Here we go. We, did get, we do have a $15 gift card that we're going to spend the night without you. So it's perfect. I'm the one that earned that gift card. Uh, well, let's relax. Let's relax. There were a lot of missed questions that you should have known early on. That's why you were there and you did not help us out. But either way, um, but we did get to go to our first Pels game. Uh, Warriors decided that they don't like to play here in New Orleans for some reason because the second time sat all their players again. Uh, Brandon Ingram went off 34 points, dominated Jonas a double-double. We got to see Zion's first game back. Um, it was awesome. It was a fun experience. I will be going quite often now. Yeah, they dominated them too. That was a that was a blowout. Yeah, it was. Um, awesome. We never dig it to Lars Newpar. Do you want to do that real quickly? Oh, okay, really quickly, because we need to get out of here. Okay, all right. Sorry. I'm gonna save Lars um, for next time. Yeah, we can. Okay. Just yeah, let's do that. I, that gives us something to talk we, about next. I'm time. gonna give a teaser. Lars Newpar should not be traded. And okay, he shouldn't be traded. That's all I've got. Tune I'll in next dig time. deeper into it next time. Um, one just one little thing that I did want to tell you. I ordered two hats from New Era, uh, but was out in the in the sunlight. And they're the wrong colors, and I can't. I have to return them. I ordered a cardinal one, which I thought was blue and white, and it looked really cool with the old like '82 Cardinal Circle logo. You know the one I'm talking about? It's green. It's green. Uh, then I ordered. Then I ordered. Then I ordered an Angels hat with the old school Angels with the halo. You know what I'm talking about? Thought it was like the sweet red hat. It's fucking maroon. <laughs> Who the fuck? I will not wear maroon angels. So I contacted them. I was like, look, I ordered the wrong fucking hats. Can you give me? No, I have to wait for them to be here. Then I have to return them to New Era. Uh, I was out in the sun, had a, had a daiquiri, was drinking a daiquiri. Uh, yeah, ordered a green and white cardinal. I mean, it'll be cool for St. Pat. I might keep the cardinal one for St. Patty's Day. That, that angel's hat's going back. Don't worry. Or you're getting hat. it for Christmas. I'm not, I won't. No, you'll get it back. Like you get also a little fit. You also gave me all your shit, and then so, you did it once when you moved. Literally, I, I went through. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I got my receipt and everything. And I looked at it. I was like, those aren't the fucking hats I wanted. Well, they're the hats that are coming. So we got that. Um, couple, Okay, a couple new things that we want to throw out here that we are we are trying. Because you do know, those of you who have watched us, thank you, by the way, um, for everything that you have done. But those of you who watched us know that we always say we're going to do something new, and it works for like a week. 
and then we forget it. But we are going to try to stick to these. Um, the first one, we're going to start the old uh, hard nine mailbag, right? Uh, we, we get a lot of, we've, hey, we've gotten a lot of you guys' subscriptions way up on, on YouTube. Please keep that going. Yeah, subscriptions, yeah, subscriptions and views. I what did I say wrong? Downloads. He I didn't. Downloads. I didn't. I didn't say downloads. I said subscriptions. <laughs> but anyway, we get a lot of cool comments on there, and we also get a ton on Facebook uh, and, and Twitter. But what we're going to do is submit to us weekly uh, a question or two, and we will answer those on the air. All right? We'll give you a, a shout-out. I don't know that you give two fucks about that, but we will. Um, but that would be really cool. You can, you can get those to us either via Twitter, and we'll put these out, via Facebook. Um, obviously, you can ask them on YouTube. Uh, where you can follow us at all, just look up the hard nine pod. You can find us at all there, or you can email us at the more you noble at gmail. No, not at the more you noble at gmail.com. And, and I'll respond to those. And we'll get, we need to change that by the way. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten to that yet. So uh, I'm trying to return to hats to new era. Give me a, <laughs> give me a second here. Um, so that's, that's segment one. We're going to, hopefully we get some cool questions. Probably, I mean, probably get some dumb questions, but I, I I'm just kidding. No such Okay, teachers always said no such thing as dumb question. That's fugazi. There, there's dumb questions. Yeah, so um, hopefully we get some good ones. We want to, we'll, we'll throw a couple of those out each week and talk to you guys about those. That'll be pretty cool, I think. Also, it's just not just us trying to come up with what we want to talk about. But finally, all right, we're debuting uh, on the Hard Nine Pod, the Hard Nine. So what we're going to do is this. All right, um, for now it's Caleb. Caleb is the is he didn't even know this. He is the test subject. But anytime we have guests on, all right, and I'll let him do this to me at a later date. Uh, we're going to give them nine rapid fire questions, the hard nine, uh, to get them quickly. All right. How hard so are they? Th th you're going to have to answer them. They're quick. They're not think about. All right. So they are quick questions. I want your responses. Also, it kind of helps our audience get to know us maybe a little bit better, get to know our guests, hopefully a little bit better. Um, but also just to get them a little more interactive. And what else? A cool, maybe a new segment that we'll probably do twice and then forget about. But hopefully we can stick to it. All right, so you ready? Rushmore's. We got well, those are coming. Those are coming after Christmas, after Wilson Contreras is the Cardinal. Um, okay, well, we're gonna try. <laughs> are you ready for to be the first contestant on the hard nine? Yeah. Okay. Um, harder to score a goal in soccer or at the U of I bars? I'm I'm in a relationship. How is that the first question you came up with? Literally sit on the couch and laugh for 10 minutes when I wrote that question. Oh, All right, I, so, so you haven't given an answer. Ask the questions again, please. You, you, you view, you view people. Is it harder to score in soccer or at the U of I bars? It's way harder to score in soccer. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, favorite flavor of high noon? Pineapple. Okay, it's wrong, but that's okay. Um, one sporting event you could attend that you've never been to? The Super Bowl. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Taco Tuesday or Weenie Wednesday? Oh, that's tough. Um, Wing Wednesday. Wing Wednesday. Okay. Favorite rapper? Ice Cube. Is that six? I lost track already. Ice Cube, good <laughs> answer, by the way. Um, I think that's six. Is that six? I don't know. I will not want to ask Oh, Jesus question. Christ. I, I should have numbered these. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. Dream dream guest for the pod. Uh Derek Jeter. Oh, that's good. I like that one a lot. Um oh, seven. Okay, so that's seven. We got two more. Stick with me here. Uh 
If you could live in one city, what would it be? San Diego. Okay, awesome. You ever been there? Nope. No, it looks fantastic, though, by the way. Final question, the Oprah question. You have to be quick. If you could have dinner with four people, dead or alive, who would they be? Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Um, oh, my God, dead or alive. Michael Jordan. Okay. Um, Barry Bonds. Okay. And, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm panicking. Um, George Washington. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So good job. You were the, the first con- of the two baseball players. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. You were the you were the first contestant on the hard nine. I don't like my answers. I wish I would have picked Mike Trout. I'm staring at his face on my computer and now I'm sad I didn't pick. <laughs> I feel like they were pretty good. I feel like they were pretty good. So well done. We're, let's try and keep that going. We have guests. And when everything else, and we'll come up, we'll develop more questions. Um, obviously, I won't ask people the, the soccer or the U of I bar thing. But maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. This is going to be the one episode Grace listens to. Hey, I hope she does. Your answer was great. The first answer you gave was, I'm in a relationship. She can't argue with that. That's true. That is a fact. As yeah, of now, until good. she watches this video. All right. Listen, uh, once again, thank you guys so much. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we kind of showed you. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, listen, do us a favor. Uh, we are, uh, we've been lucky, blessed, I would say lots of views lately. See, got it. Lots of views on, on, um, on the old YouTube, please. When you get in there, just take, take a minute and subscribe. Uh, that really, really helps us in the out, the old, uh, YouTube algorithm. Uh, also it just kind of gives us a little more interaction with you guys and please feel free to comment on there. Don't forget the mailbag. You can find us either there, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or you can email us at well no more you noble the more you noble at gmail we're going to change that eventually all right Uh, anything else you want to add uh no i mean i'm really excited to see we could see some trades leading up to this um winter meetings but i do think um next week is going to be an active week for baseball i don't know about mozilla he likes to wait until the market is set so we'll see where that goes but i think it's interesting to see where they're going to go um i think it's going to come soon hopefully i'm tired of this waiting shit Oh, one yeah. last thing I wanted to say. I am so tired of Major League Baseball not having an exciting offseason like the other sports. They need to figure it out. They Fans need to know when they need to pay attention and so they can get excited for it because hockey and basketball and football, they do a great job. They the, do. MLB needs to figure out a way to make the offseason more exciting. It will up ticket sales, season tickets, stuff like that. It will Jerseys. They need to figure it out because this waiting and hoping that it happens, oh, maybe next week. They need yeah. to figure it out. Wrong colored hats, all kinds of things will be purchased. So yeah, you got that. Again, guys, hey, tell a friend. We greatly appreciate that. Find us at all of the socials. We'd love to hear from you. Please do not forget to uh, get a hold of us, comment on all of our stuff. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, we will be back soon. Like I said, big weekend. USA Netherlands, 8 a.m. Central Time on Saturday. You have all of the football championships on, on, the, on well, I guess they start Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But the big ones are on Saturday. I think the the Big Ten is Saturday. I think the Big 12 is Saturday. And I think, obviously, the SEC Championship, which is LSU-Georgia, down here, it's going to be wild. So uh, enjoy that weekend. Pay attention to the winter meetings. They start Sunday. Like you said, I think we could see some big things happen. Hey, we did get Goldie in December. Don't forget that. So it's not not out of most reach. At the very least, we'll probably know more of what the Cardinals are planning to do, even if they don't completely do it yet. Absolutely. Uh, Y'all are the best. Uh, Take care. Take care of each other. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.